Hello and welcome to the Get Snatty Podcast. I'm uh, recording this while talking to people on Instagram. What's my next project? Um, I don't know. Howdy, mom of boys. Do you have any wonderful questions that'll, that'll make for great podcast content? Because I'm recording all this. Okay, chat. Well, uh, come on. Give me stuff. Even if it's offensive questions. Can we ask about the breakup? Um, Alec, I, I've talked so much about the breakup. And I recorded a podcast where all I did was talk about the breakup for an hour. So uh, if you're curious about the breakup, which is totally cool if you're curious about it, um, go to my YouTube and watch my Instagram, watch my video called Talking About the Breakup, where I talk about it for an hour. Um, Kim K, I didn't die. You, you, people keep talking to me like I have, I have like childhood leukemia. I'm fine. I'm through a breakup. I'm hurt, but you know, shit happens. But I, I didn't. I didn't die. Nobody died. What's your favorite form of entertainment? Mo music, movies, and or books? Well, gee, that's a tough question. Uh, someone said rather pithily to me once that film is all forms of art, uh, uh, all forms of fine art in one setting. So I guess film, but I, I love books, and you know, good art's good art. What's your favorite binge-worthy Star Trek series? Uh, the best. Star Trek series is, is Star Trek The Next Generation. If you genuinely, genuinely, genuinely want a viewing guide, how I would, how I would, how I would make a, a new viewer watch it, because a lot of it's bad, and you got to learn what to skip. TV was different in the in the eighties, like you have to do twenty six episodes. Sometimes they're bad. But if you're actually genuinely curious about how to go about watching it, uh, DM me. Talk to me about some of the best movies that came from comics. It reminds me of when my older sister tried to talk to me to get to know me. Are you really interested in comic book movies? Do you think the medium of comic books lend themselves to cinema? Uh, well, they didn't really, not until CGI got to the point where you could like tell these stories. And in fact, in many ways, the, re the superheroes in general lend themselves to print, uh, to print comics because of the colors and the four-color printing. Uh, that's something that doesn't lend itself very well, actually, to cinema, which is kind of what the, the, the comic book Watchmen is about in a very broad, subtextual sense. <clears throat> Watchmen, the whole point of Watchmen, it's very ironic, because Watchmen came out, and so did The Dark Knight Returns. I'm like pontificating about comics in 1986. Watchmen and, and Dark Knight Returns came out in 1986. Uh, very, like, sexually repressed. <clears throat> gritty. I mean, these are two of my favorite comics, don't get me wrong. Um, the, the thing about Watchmen that people miss is that the, the whole point of Watchmen is that if you make superheroes realistic, it's bad. It leads to bad things. That's the point. Not, and then the irony is that, like, after that, every comic book was like, every mainstream superhero comic was like, what about super? You like Superman? What about Superman if he was on cocaine? Which is like, it's funny because in a way that's almost more juvenile, more juvenile than like, you know, hello, fearless Nojuba. Um, have I seen the boys, uh, the, the TV show on, on Amazon? Yes, that's actually a, a case of the uh, of the of the adaptation being way better than the source material. I only saw the, the first season of The Boys. I didn't love it that much. But uh, The Boys is ultimately about, as far as I can tell, fame. It's a, it's a meditation on fame. Whereas uh, The Boys, the original comic book, was like, it, the, the point was, superheroes are kind of fucked up when you think about it, right? You have a Jim Hopper vibe. Um, uh, you know, large, middle-aged man with facial hair, so I'll take it. <clears throat> Best word of advice you were given or heard, I want to know what you see as wisdom. It's a lot of pressure. 
a lot of like a lot of like uh, proverbs we hear, like including I'm not religious, but a lot of like biblical problems, uh, biblical proverbs you hear, like man cannot live on bread alone. Yeah, that's great. That's very true. And that, that means whatever you want it to mean. Uh, it means you need some sort of like spiritual and or others uh, sustenance, love, for instance. Put not your faith in princes, meaning you know your politicians aren't heroes, no matter who they are. They'll, they'll always disappoint you. So don't put your faith in put your faith in ideas, not people. Uh, have you got any tattoos? I think a sleeve would really suit you. Hi from Ireland. Hi, Nanny Bob. I have no tattoos, no piercings, and I find that to be punk rock in its own way. See, when I was a kid, I'm, I'm 46 years old. When I was a kid, you had a tattoo, like if you were in the Navy or if you were the biker or you were like a generally hard person. It wasn't something like, you know, I went to like a country day school, uh, you know, where Jack had tattoos. It wasn't something like you did because it was cool. Or, or, you know what I mean? It was like something you did because you were fucking hard. Um, you were like, you know, on the rough edge of, of the world. And then like when I was like 20, everyone like got tattoos and I just... It's, it was like imprinted in my head, like I'm not a tattoo person as a kid, so no tattoos, no, no piercing. Certainly not going to get a sleeve, even if someone paid me. You know what, if someone gave me $45,000 to get a sleeve done and I could keep the rest, I might get a sleeve done, but otherwise, no. We're good. If you like tattoos and you like piercing, that's great for you. I just never wanted to do it. What are your thoughts about being in your 20s? I'm, I'm constantly trying to figure out life. Uh, any general advice? Here's some advice. Stop complaining about being in your fucking 20s. Oh, boo fucking who. Uh, number two. The advice I wish I had known at the time that, that I, I didn't learn until my late 30s, I guess, is that success doesn't happen from like big, bold moves. Success happens, successful people are people who do the right thing, uh, do the little things, make the bed, pay that bill on time, return that phone call, doing shit you don't feel like doing. And like the, the people are like, oh, so-and-so is so lucky, they got all the breaks. Maybe, but what it is is these are people who are prepared and do the right thing and do the little thing so that when lucky breaks come their way, they're able to capitalize them. Unlike the frazzled everywhere, everything all over the place, shit not together person is like, oh, wait, I didn't do that, and I, so I can't, you know what I mean? So just, uh, it all, like little victories amount to big victories. I think that's 100% true, and I wish I had learned it. I'm, I'm still learning that, and I wish I learned it much sooner, especially in my 20s. That was good podcast content. Thank you for the question. Do I consider myself a DILF? Well, that's a loaded question. If I say yes, I'm conceited. If I say yes, I'm either conceited or lying because I'm not actually a father. If I say no, I'm being falsely modest. So that's my answer. I don't have an answer, but I guess. People have called me that. I love that you're quoting the Bible. You're such an interesting guy. I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Catholic, even though I don't believe in God. So are you done with relationships and just going solo? What a depressing fucking question. What do you mean? First of all, I, I've been... Damien, I've, I've been out of a relationship for 10 days. So, like, I'm like, I'm, I'm done with relationships. No one, life doesn't work like that. It'd be nice if it did, but it's like, you, you know, you meet someone and you get on and you keep seeing each other. You never shop for love if you're hungry. And it's like, what if I meet some, like, bold, comfort, uh, bold, I'm done with relationships. Like, you know, it's like, uh, uh. Whatever. It's like a childish thing to say. I'm done with relationships until you meet someone you like. You know? Do you feel happy where you are right now in life? What is this? Barbara fucking Walters? Jesus. Did I ever date women? Joanne George? I'm bisexual. I've dated literally dozens of women. Maybe hundreds. Probably dozens. Uh, I'm bisexual. I like women. Um, does that mean I'll date you? Probably not. I'm really shallow. Are you like an LA9? You asked. 
you put me on a spot like this. Are you like an LA nine that people are like, wow, you're incredibly attractive. You should model. Then you know maybe uh, maybe send me nude pictures. But otherwise, no. Uh, but yeah, I'm bisexual. I get so tired of answering that question. Sorry, sorry to jump down your throat. Like, what, what difference does it make about me? What my sexuality is? You're li you live in Iowa, random person. We're never gonna meet. Okay, you're officially my favorite social media person. I could be your older sister. You have an older sister. I have two older sisters. Um, I get on very well with women, mostly because I grew up uh, without brothers. <laughs> but the obstinate rigor, relentless persistence leads to all successes. It's true, Bunny B. I wish I had learned that earlier. And, and like, I have to go against my instinct to do that. You're so handsome. Hope you are well. Thank you, Cheryl. It has been the model of the greats. Einstein, Jobs, Leonardo. Yeah, like, they, they, the successful people, including wildly successful people, like, sweat the small stuff. Uh, just be you. You're heartbroken. Can't people grieve for a minute? Let's not, you know, let's not go crazy. I'm fine. Nobody died. But thank you, Shay. You like me? Thank you, Jamin. I, I, don't, I know nothing about you, but I, my instinct is to like you. Because you like me first. It's a nice opener. It's a nice opener. I like you. First thing I know about you is that, that I like me. I'm already intrigued. These headphones, they're not plugged in anything. These headphones are in, so it's like, ooh, look, he's doing a podcast. Just, just, just dummy. No, I, well, actually, no, they put on because my hair was messed up, and I, I wanted to use them as like a de facto headband. But yeah, they're not, they're not, uh, I'm a very, very, very handsome man. It's, the first thing you said is, I like you. And the second thing you said is, you are a very, very, very handsome man. I like you. Uh, thanks. Artists that inspire me. Picasso. I'm not even joking. I love Picasso. And I, I was thinking about making a TikTok about uh, gay men on the internet who aren't from this country and how um, feisty they are, for lack of a better word, in your inbox and on the internet in general. Like you'll post something like, oh, my mom just died, or like, my dog has leukemia, and they'll just type, love you, baby, want to suck you. I could like even do a bunch of screenshots because I get that shit all the time. And it's like, wow, what's going on? What's going on over there? How, how repressed is your culture? I'm really sorry. But that's not wildly inappropriate. People always act bold when behind the screen. No, it's not even that because like, you know, like West or like English speaking gay men are, are fucking rude too, but just in a different way. That was xenophobia with a dash of homophobia. Love it. It's more crass than rude. Crass is, oh, hell yeah. Like, like I said, I, I could make a funny TikTok out of it. I'd be like, my dog, uh, my dog, um, um, you know, my dog has leukemia. And then it'll be, you know, yeah, it's xenophobia. It's also like, you know, true. <laughs> and really anybody can tell you that. My dog has cancer. Love you, baby. Here's a photo of my ass. Don't do the accents. It makes it funnier. Love you, baby. Want to suck you. Does anybody know a good hairstylist on the west side? Love your ass. Talk to me, Daddy. I like you. Maybe they only know how to say that stuff and don't actually know English. That's exactly it, Daniel. That doesn't mean it make it any less. Exactly it, Daniel. It doesn't make it any less like awkward or gross. Hey guys, take a look. Online creator complaining about online audience. How dare he? How dare he? You're not allowed to complain. You should be thankful, and I am thankful, but I am allowed to complain. You know? What if I told you that I'm a human being? I, I gotta say, I kind of like the uh, the affectatious non-plugged-in headphones. These earphones aren't dead. They're, they're hibernating. It's like when a girl wears, like, uh, glasses with, with, like, you know, with frames. Amazing mustache. Thank you. I was thinking of shaving it. 
You know, like, because I just going through a breakup, you know, girls are like, I need a change, and they get a short haircut, and then be like shaving my mustache. Kelly Newen says, no, it looks so good. The thing about mustaches, Kelly, and I love your enthusiasm, I love your passion. The thing about mustaches is they grow back. And, you know, I'm someone who loves it, who loves attention, and I've always loved costume changes. Like, I've always loved how I would wear my hair, like, down here, and then you get a cut. I just love, like, having a new look. And uh, that's one nice thing about a mustache, because you shave it off, and it's like, oh, you look different. I also look at least 10, 15 years younger when, when I take the mustache off. So that's nice. What's your vision for your podcast? Uh, people listening to it because it's funny. Because I'm funny. That's the vision. There's no... I don't have... Uh, does that make sense? Um, I don't have fun guests or just me ripping in people. My vision is it... My vision is people watching and my vision is being funny. That's it. I don't know. It'll go where it goes. You love my Brooklyn-style voice. I'm from New Jersey. When does TikTok ban end? Well, you mean my TikTok live ban? It's, it's always a week. Tell me about a conversation you had that was life-changing, something that called you out of your comfort zone. Bunny B, thank you. Um, I know I asked everyone answering me interesting questions, but like, who the fuck's got an answer ready for that? A conversation that I had that was life-changing. <sighs> I wish I knew. I wish I had a great answer to that great question, Bunny B, but I don't. What was your path towards arts and content creation? Um, okay, great question. So it was the pandemic. And I had a business that was uh, completely made obsolete by the pandemic. A service business I was running that required people to be at work. <clears throat> so it's the pandemic. I got nothing to do with it. The time was in a very good shape. Uh, you know, like abs and lower ab veins and, you know, like very, very lean and muscular at the time. Um, so I'm like, I'll just start a fitness podcast, excuse me, a fitness TikTok or whatever, fitness, uh, I'll become a fitness personality. I started an Instagram called Natty Eats Junk, where the shtick was I'd, eat, I'd do a junk food review every day, and the shtick being like flexible dieting, you could be lean and, and eat junk food, also eat good food, but you know, it, it's important to enjoy food, yada, 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 yada. Anyway, then I, I started posting TikToks, and then that took off, and then I'm like, oh, I'd rather just be a funny guy than than a fitness guy. Just show us your chest. Is that better? That's way better, Bunny B. Thank you. I'm, I'm blushing now. No, it was a great question. Bunny B, it was a great question. I was lamenting myself for not having a good answer to that. A life-changing conversation. Uh, oh, boy. One could swim in those dimples. Dimples. Well, I'll tell you, flattery will get you literally everywhere. <sighs> Number B kind we want. You mean the uh, the movie with Jack Black and Mia Farrow or like the, the sticker that was on VHS cassettes? Because I do. Um, Meryl, some places would charge you for uh, for not rewinding. Do I have any hobbies or creative interests? I like sitting on the couch and watching Star Trek and posting videos. The word hobbies, people ask that all the time. Like, what are your hobbies? Is that like a word that Gen Z uses? Because like when I was a kid, like hobbies are like, my hobbies include stamp collecting, kayaking. Hobbies were like, you know what I mean? And then we never like used the, 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 the word uh, hobbies. Like people are always like, what are your hobbies? Now people are more interested in knowing your hobbies. Like, literally my hobbies are like sitting on my couch watching Star Trek, watching video essays about Star Trek. I'm very, very hyper-focused on Star Trek these days. Super nerdy. Nothing nerdier than Star Trek. And the worst thing is I was, I was always been a nerd, but I never, I didn't get super into Star Trek until my 30s. I was always like, I'm a nerd, but like, that's like the super nerdy, like, never get laid shit over there, Star Trek. And, like, I liked Star Trek, like, the movies, but I wasn't, like, super into it. I got super into it in my 30s, been super into it ever since. My boxing coach is an MMA fighter at UFC. Cool. Um, I hope you don't beat me up after he teaches you the ways of the Force or whatever. What is love? 
Baby, don't hurt me no more. Great question, Bunny B. What is love? <clears throat> it's a rhetorical question. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Apparently, that, that song's by a, guy named, uh, by a guy named Hathaway. Apparently, that song's a, a vampire love story. A story of unrequited vampiric love. Better yet, how do you prefer to be shown loving? Uh, I don't know. Uh, my love language is touch. I'm so handsome. Thank you. You're so hot. Well, flattery will get you everywhere, guys. You gotta say, I gotta say, gay men are very subtle. Very, very subtle. I'm a great friend of the lesbians. It's true. But I, it, I'm not even joking. Like, I'm very comfortable in lesbian spaces. And, like, shockingly, I fit in well in lesbian spaces. What's your favorite film? My favorite film is, if you can see it right there, it's The Empire Strikes Back. It's a little poster for it. See Darth Vader's head? Favorite cuisine other than American? Well, I mean... When I say Italian food, I mean like Italian-American food. So I would say my favorite foreign cuisine, so let's say France. Like, you know, France is the best food. That's where the word, the fucking word cuisine, cuisine, you know, like haute cuisine, you know, fine dining, it's the best. It's the best. The French make the best food, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, Germany, Northern Europe in general, the food's awful, including you, UK. Fucking meat pies and boiled fucking shit, haggis. Then, you know, what's going on? I'm with you on desserts, Northern Europe, but come on, players. Anyone wants to tell me, like, you know, oh, British food's amazing. No, it's not. They're drink, eating fucking fish for breakfast. Come to Ireland. Um, hey, you know, Nate, <clears throat> buy me a round-trip ticket, pay for boarding for my dog, and get me an Airbnb, and I'll, I'll come to Ireland. Not to be a jerk, but I'm not just going to go to Ireland. What if I made a tic-tac that was five minutes long that was just me beatboxing like this? And that became my niche. Niche or niche? I like saying niche, but apparently you're supposed to say niche. And I took French, but I still want to say niche, because we're speaking English. Hi, crybaby cook. He says, hi, dad. I'm not your dad as far as I know, but you can call me that. I'll allow it. Tell me about the wildest dream you've ever had. The wildest dream as an aspiration or the wildest dream as a like, thing in my, uh, in my head. I used to want to be a rock star. What is your worst habit that you hide from people? I'm not going to tell you that because it's pretty bad. A fair bit of my living is being sexually desirable. This would, uh, this would, this would swirl that. And I, I don't even have one thing in mind. I'm just thinking like it's my grossest. I don't want people to know, know my shit. I bite my nails. How's that? Do I have children? No children. No, no, uh, no ex-wife. No children. Never married. Never had kids. Peter Pan syndrome. How do you manage people being mean? You mean on TikTok? You just kind of deal with it. What I always say is it doesn't bother you until it does. What really, really bothers me, I have to admit, much more than uh, than when people say mean things, is when people make shit up about you. That for, that drives me crazy. I, I was completely unprepared for that. When people when people um, just make shit up that's wildly untrue. It's weird. It's very weird. It's worse than when than when people say terrible things. What are your thoughts on BSBM? Um, not not a fan. I, I like like a little light bondage, but I don't like anytime you have like whips and chains. Like it makes my dick go. Wah, 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 wah. I, I don't like that aesthetic. Doesn't turn me on. Like if I'm in if I'm gonna do light bondage, like it's gonna be like lace. Like you know the girls might be like tied up with lace or something, and it's very like not like whoops and like brutal. I just don't like the the, the bondage. Thing. Lots of people love it, but I don't. Am I more a romantic lover than I didn't say? I, I mean I don't know. I just don't like whips and chains and, and like. And, and that is in like dungeon aesthetic, like gross. Just wah, 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 wah. my pee pee is so small. Oh. Honestly, I don't have like 
I've been told that my penis is the perfect size for fucking, and uh, I, I'm inclined to think they're right. It's not too big, not, not too big, not too small. It's not huge, but just uh, I'm very comfortable with my penis. I used to think it was small, or like I thought it was like smaller than average, but you're not going to get me with that. Enough people tell me it's nice all the time. And I also have eyes, and I've been around other ones, so... And if it's too small for you, there's plenty of other people who like it. Thank you for getting me to talk about my penis for 45 seconds. Very happy with my penis, honestly. It's been good to me. You've seen my penis lots of people. <laughs> you know, you don't want to be, like... You don't want to be gigantic. You don't want to be a fucking baby arm. Uh, do you have an opinion on something that everyone seems to normalize, but you can't wrap your head around, seem to accept? Of course, I just don't... I don't want to get into it. Short on lots of things. La 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 la. What I do for a living? I make content for a living. Develop content for the bills for the most part. That's how I managed to check out my link tree. Maybe join my subscription site, but only if you're of age and yada yada yada. Uh, also, I make money from TikTok and Instagram. Do you like the fact that many men find you hot? I do. I guess I, I like being. I guess I like being considered attractive. But I, I got to admit, uh, I, I crave the esteem of women more just because uh, you know men give it so easily but uh, you know like I, I used to want to be a singer and I was like one of the like like the Beatles I wanted like screaming girls do I like men and women I'm, I'm bisexual uh, Java cute love that username um, I get so tired of answering questions about my sexuality I'm bisexual okay that's all I need to know but like it's fine that you're curious but but just could you imagine if 12 times a day, someone asks you a question, like, so what do you like this? And if you like this, it just gets tiring. Like, there's, it makes you feel like the sum total of me is my sexuality. Uh, yeah, I love the ladies. How's that? Uh, this this podcast brought to you by a Miami Cola by Bang. They're not paying me. I'm just, uh, I'm just giving them a shout-out because it's great. Any advice for someone new who came to terms with their sexuality and still in the closet? You know what? I have no advice for people about coming out of the closet or whatever. Because you know what? I have dealt with nothing, none of the bad stuff that most queer people deal with. None of it. None of it. Even like if, like when I was a kid and I was in Glee Club and someone called me the F slur, I just didn't care. Didn't take it personally because I didn't like identify with that. I came out as bisexual as a man in his forties, with no with no kids and no wife and no consequences to it. Everyone in my life was fine with it. Um, you know, my circumstances are different. I would just say, yeah, come out, be yourself, but I don't know what, what's going on with your family, yada, yada, yada. And, like, for me, like, um, like, I just, you know, for me, there was, like, so few consequences. And I, I, I just feel weird when people are like, oh, that was very brave of you to come out. I'm like, it really wasn't. Uh, I came to terms and I'm gay, but not fully out yet. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the, the circumstances of your family. Oh, are you worried about, like, admitting it to yourself? What's your favorite topic of conversation? Uh, Santa Bria, um... I don't know. What do you mean? It's a very, very wide open question. What's my favorite topic of conversation? Swimming pools. My favorite topic of conversation is swimming pools. Let's talk swimming pools. I'm just kidding. I don't know. That, that, that question's too broad. I'm an amazing man. Thank you, Cheryl. You really love me? Thank you. Although I don't know me, you just love how you are and you wish me the best in life. I wish the same for you, Cheryl. It's very sweet. You never get sick of people saying nice things. Uh, you don't have to answer anyone. You do you. Let's talk junk food. Well, the thing is, I do like to answer to some people because I'm, I'm like doing a Q and A, so yeah. and I do like to interact with with an audience. Um, I, you know, I won't answer questions I don't want to answer, but I do feel compelled and obligated 
to, uh, to, to interact with people, especially people nice enough to watch my live streams. Brought to you by the energy provided by Bang Energy. So that's true. Brought to you by Caffeina. Caffeina. I want to say thank you for OnlyFans. Thank you for paying. Have I got a favorite genre of music? My favorite group is the Beatles. Favorite Beatles, Paul. What's a goal you're currently working towards? International fame and fortune. Now hurry up and come to Liverpool. Hey, I will come to Liverpool this weekend if you buy me a plane ticket round trip, pay for boarding for my dog, and get me an Airbnb. I'm there. I'm there. What made me happy as a kid, and does it still make you happy? Um, I don't know. Love, comfort, same things, I guess. You know, I don't know. It's a tough question. I, you love the Beatles, me too. Got a hole in my jeans. I'm like not the cool kind of like pre-ripped jeans hole, just like ripped. I have a big problem. I go commando a lot. You know, like no underwear. Commando, ladies and gentlemen, for those who don't know, is the term for um, people who don't wear underwear. And I, sometimes I, just, I go commando. The problem is I got like big legs and sometimes I'll get like a, a hole in my pants like right here and like I don't even know and I'll be like sitting there like this and I'm like oh what's up ball sack don't love that gotta work on that I usually wear underwear but sometimes I just forget you know how it is I saw your puss by your mom were you super close to her yes I'm a very much a stereotypical Italian American mama's boy I was very 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 close to my mom and uh, devastating <clears throat> having good days and bad days. And I realize it makes, I, I said, I've said, I've had the realization that um, losing my mom at, in middle age was the worst thing that ever happened to me. And I'll tell you, if losing your mother in middle age is the worst thing that's ever happened to you, then, then you've done all right. So I, I try to be thankful, try to express gratitude. I had a wonderful mother. But yeah, I miss her, and we were very close. I'd love you to come to Liverpool. We'd have a blast. If I won the lottery this weekend, then I could sit at a table close. Well, thank you, Cheryl. That's very sweet. Yeah, I, mean, I lost my, my dad when I was 21, or 20, yeah, 21, um, and I died at an age when I really needed, really, 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 really needed a father, and that, and that was affecting, but like, losing my mom was much, and I loved, my dad was fine, but you know. You never get used to people talking about you in the third person, like on your, in your own form, or like on like, if you like post a video on Instagram. Or, or TikTok and people are having a conversation about you in the third person. It's very weird. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's awkward. And I would imagine even like Charlie D'Amelio feels that well, feel, feels that way. Or like, you know, Mr. Beast. Like people who are like actually, actually famous. <clears throat> who is my favorite comedian? Uh, probably Jerry Seinfeld or um, Ellen DeGeneres. I really love Ellen's stand-up. Um, Apparently she's a horrible human, but I like, for the most part, I like clean observational comedy. I like, uh, I like you know, dirty and edgy uh, comedy too, but I really like Jerry Seinfeld. Um, John Mulaney's latest special on Netflix is amazing. That is, it's very good. I highly recommend it. I don't watch a whole lot of stand-up. Like, I certainly don't watch specials. I usually just watch clips. But yeah, watch John Mulaney's new special on Netflix. Uh, the most recent one is uh, fantastic. Funny, touching, very good. You're so handsome. I love your voice and good point of view. It's good to you all day. And yeah, ignore horrible people. And the comments is the reason I write shit like that. Because uh, I don't like to ignore the people who talk shit. I like to talk back to them. And, it, you know, you can't ignore it. You, you just can't ignore it. It's easy to say, like, ignore it. But, like, you see it and, you know, you, you got to deal with it. Uh, English sounds like German to non-speakers. There's a... There's a wonderful YouTube video. It's, it's maybe 15 years old at this point, but it's about what English sounds like to non-English speakers. Uh, and it's wonderful, wonderful. It's really well shot. It's just gorgeous. 
What do I think about Canada? Canada's great. Canada's great. I love Canada, but um, you know, Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal are three of my most favorite cities in the world. I mean, uh, with uh, Mon I guess Montreal's not part of the English-speaking world, but like, let's hear it from the English-speaking world because you've got some amazing fucking cities. New York, London, Los Angeles, fucking Sydney. Um, you know, go us. Go us. Fucking Toronto, Vancouver. Hey there, George. Bang will pay you if they ain't already. You think so? That's a, are you sure about that? Bang energy drink's gonna pay me? That'd be wonderful. Shout out Ninja Blunder. I'm dieting, I've been drinking protein shakes with uh, baby spinach, frozen strawberries. Very, very filling. Protein shakes with baby spinach, frozen strawberries. Um, what's my biggest achievement in life? Um, I don't know. Why do you think you're so handsome? Because people tell me all day, Cup of Joe. At what age did I realize you were bi? Well, when I, in 1997, I got a letter in the mail from the Bisexual Association of America, and it said, congratulations, you are a bisexual, and I've been bisexual ever since. Slutty Grandpa 69 has got to be the funniest username I've ever seen. Love that, Slutty Grandpa 69. That is amazing. The Angry Empath says, says do it. That's so crazy. I got a similar letter two years ago, but it was Association of Transgenders. It's like, yeah, like, oh, I guess I'm, I guess I'm bisexual, because you know, like that was that was when I realized when I got the letter. Whoever asked me that question, I didn't immediately jump in. It was just a funny joke I had, but really think about it. It's like, when did you realize you were straight? Those of you who are younger than me, what do you know about eventually needing reading glasses? I never even thought about it. Like, no one ever talks about it. Nobody, nobody prepares you for that. One day, all of a sudden, you you can't read your fucking phone. You're a kid and you're like, oh, you know, reading glasses, whatever. But, like, people are like, oh, it's going to happen. And then, boy, it does. And, like, before I got them, I'd be, like, at, at restaurants. You can't read the menu, so I'd have to take a picture of it with my phone. You gotta, like, take a picture of the menu, then, like, fucking blow it up. It's a nightmare. And then you, you, like, you put off buying reading glasses, and then you do, and you're like, oh, this is much, much better. Did I ever go to the limelight? And I went to the limelight all the time. I fucking invented the limelight. Not really, but I went there a bunch, yeah. I'm, I'm that old. Big, you know, mid-90s haunt. It's like a, there's like clothing stores in the church where it was now. But someone told me they're reopening again, but they're always saying that. Yeah, I did a lot of, you know, spent a lot of time in the limelight in, in the 90s. Favorite artist, Picasso. And it sounds like a banal answer, but to be quite honest, my favorite painter is Picasso. My favorite painting is Guernica. I love Cubism, but I don't, I don't, there's a lot of bullshit modern art, and um, Cubism and, and Picasso ain't bullshit modern art. I am an icon. I don't know quite about quite quite that much, but thank you. I appreciate the sentiment for sure. Did I ever date women? Yes, I am bisexual. I really love the ladies. I could jerk off to a uh, to a Playboy real easy. Love the ladies. I get asked that every five seconds, and it's annoying. I don't know why you didn't know, and you only ask because you're curious. But I get so sick of answering that question. Yes, uh, I didn't mean to jump down your throat for asking me if I've ever dated women. The answer is yes. I've dated dozens. Dozens of women, but could you imagine how annoying GC GC how annoying getting that question constantly would be? Women ask because they want you. I understand that. How is your relationship with your, your fam? Are they accepting of your sexuality? Has their opinions evolved over the years? Definitely passing this cue too personal. I'm from New Jersey, and even though I grew up like my parents voted for Ronald Reagan and we were like a Republican household, we're like progressive in terms of social issues. Nobody cares in my family. Nobody cares. I didn't come out till I was in my 40s. Just nobody, it was, me coming out was not a big deal. It was, it was in my 40s, unmarried with no kids. It's like, yeah, cool. No, no one gives a shit. 
I did nothing brave. There's people like when they come out, it's like a brave thing. For me, it wasn't. It was, no, it was nothing brave. I really only came out. The only reason I did was because it like Josh. It was like right when Josh and I started dating, and like there was all these TikToks they started doing. While I was like, I, I might as well just tell say that I'm, I'm bi, um, just so people don't aren't like shocked. But it, it really wasn't like like a big deal. And like we're from New Jersey, nobody cares. Like you know, oh, cool. You know what I mean? And like people like who knew me well knew I was like bi beforehand. But like I don't know. There's there's a few reasons. There, there's a, there's a few reasons for a bisexual man to stay in the closet. What nationality? I'm an, I'm American. I'm from New Jersey. What you mean is here's a little rant. I don't know where English speakers. The word nationality means where you're from. If I were of Japanese de- descent and I grew up in my and I was a citizen, say I was of Japanese descent and I was a citizen of France, my nationality would be French. Mine, what's new? Are you still with Josh? No, we broke up, and I'm really sad about it. Thanks, Finchley. What you mean is, what's your ethnicity? My nationality is American. I, I, I'm, I'm telling this so other people know, because people always get that wrong. I'm, my ethnicity is half Irish, half Italian. My nationality, like yours, if you grew up in Bergen County, is American. Ethnicity is... I should have asked heritage, not asked nationality. you got to say... Um, it's not... Well, heritage or ethnicity. But, like... If I were if I were of Irish and Italian descent, and uh, and a citizen of Canada, my nationality would be Canadian. If I were of Irish and Italian descent, and I were a citizen of Mongolia, my nationality would be Mongolian. It is a good mix, yeah, yeah. Like Lindsay Lohan, John Travolta, Bruce Springsteen, good-looking people. Chris Evans, me. How tall am I? I'm six foot one. Uh, why is my Twitter blowing up? Uh, what do you do for work? Are you fully an influencer? Uh, all I do is is internet shit. So I don't, I don't really work. OnlyFans pays the bills for the most part. I, I, what's going on on my Twitter? My Twitter just blew the fuck up. I feel like I gotta check. But right. I gotta turn notifications off on my Twitter. I hear snoring. Um, Nina, my dog Nina's in, in the background snoring. My least favorite kind of content on the internet is how to grow on TikTok fast. Shut up. No, first of all, you, you make people make bad content. How to go on Instagram fast? Do this, blah, 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 blah. and it's never like make interesting content, make content that people want to engage with, because that's ultimately what works. You know, like post it this time of day. The algorithm is pushing. Blah, 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 blah. No, it's not. The algorithm is pushing good content. Good content gets seen. Uh, you know, content that provides value, and like, and it, and it makes like the actual quality of of, of all the content we all see go worse because you'd rather people be like oh I'm going to try to make as, as good a content that satisfies me as much as possible instead of like trying to satisfy what social, some social media account social media uh, bullshit no credentialed social media uh, consultant account says says uh, the algorithm is looking for not what the algorithm is actually looking for because what the algorithm any algorithm is looking for is people engaging with the content Period. This was fun. Thank you for getting me on these rants, everyone. Um, Love y'all. Bye.